everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to have one of our favorite interviews of recent uh, of recent uh, interviews uh, back with us. And uh, I am film producer Rachel Wagner, and, and we're excited to have Donna Benedicto back and, uh, and Anna's here. Hey, everybody. And Donna, thank you so much for coming back and talking with us again. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's so good to actually, I'm looking at you guys now. <laughs> One at a time. But it's great. It's great. I already know Anne, but we haven't chatted too too much outside of our podcast. So it's so nice to see you see you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really good to see you too. Uh, Merry Christmas in October. <laughs> mm. I love how you're getting started already. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, we have been asking our interviewees uh, lately to tell us how have you been handling this crazy experience of quarantine? We know you're a big foodie person, so uh, did you uh, did you do some cooking, or did you order order stuff in, or or what was your uh, experience like? Oh goodness, Ugh. crazy time for everybody. Hey. Um, at first, like the initial shock was a bit much, but I, I thought I would be all positive and be like, you know what? I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to cook. I'm going to learn a language. I'm going to just read all these books that I was, you know, it just like, I just spiraled into like, you know, I want some comfort food. I'm Uber eating pretty much every day. <laughs> I did exercise every day just to kind of, counter that but yeah. I was just eating 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 and um uh watching things talking to friends on zoom which helped a lot um uh to stay social because I'm a pretty social person and uh mm. it was it, it drove me I'm gonna be honest I was pretty I went pretty nuts <laughs> I went pretty nuts yeah and pretty much everyone I know was in the same boat uh, I went I just did not enjoy that whatsoever. But I mean, in the end, it shows you what we took for granted, what I took for granted when I was like out and about doing my thing before quarantine. So that's good. But I lost my mind a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It was yeah. bad. I mean, there were things that <laughs> there were things that were taken away that I like didn't even really think could ever be taken away. You know what I mean? Like, like what? I don't know, like, like movies. I don't know. You just always think that that's going to be there, the movie theaters and be able to go to a movie and to have it get taken away was a big shock, I think, mm -hmm. for the system. And then, and then the anxiety of I would maybe go take a drive just to go take a drive and get out of the house and I would stop somewhere where I didn't think there would be many people and then all the other people thought the same thing. So there was many people. So I'm like, oh, this is, this is giving me anxiety. And then, you know, things like that. And then, oh, yeah, just just the whole new perspective was a bit jarring. But yeah. it, it did put a lot of things into perspective of what we do value and take for granted. But it, it was jarring. <laughs> yeah, it really was. That's a good word to describe it. Mm -hmm. and, and just when you thought that, you know, it can't, it's, it's done. And then it seemed like, Oh, we're going <laughs> to, it's not done. Surprise. It's not. 
yeah, yeah. On, on set is really interesting too. Yeah, it's, I'm excited uh, to talk to you about that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it's been a a crazy experience. Do you, do you have your favorite binge watch that you've oh they've watched? Gosh, you know what I did? I I watched all of Sex in the City, all seven seasons. Nice. I took some breaks, but oh man, it was uh that was that was my big binge, I think. And then I watched The Boys on Amazon. That was really fun. That one's pretty gory and crazy, but so well done. But yeah, my I think my friend suggested to watch uh, Sex in the City, and it's it's all still really relevant. It was it was nice to revisit that show. <laughs> so you felt like it held up pretty well. It really did. It really did. Surprisingly, yeah. it's like not that dated. <laughs> it's still really relevant. Still the same dating problems for most women. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and which of the which of the ladies do you think that, that you are most like? Probably Carrie. Probably uh, Carrie, if I yeah. had to. Definitely not Charlotte. No, probably Carrie. I think so. <laughs> In my mind, I'm the main character always anyway. So <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'd say yeah. Carrie. Uh, my friends would probably say I'm Charlotte because I don't know. You're I think I'm very, but but I don't see. Yeah, because I because I and I, I'm you know religious and very sweet and whatever. But I don't know if I really see. I if I see that. I don't know. What about what about you, Anne? What do you think? Yeah, and I was just gonna ask. I've seen that many episodes, but how how you just describe Charlotte? That sounds like me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> You're definitely, I don't think any of us are Samantha. I, I know some Samanthas no. in my life who are like, they own it. It's fantastic. But I think, yeah, I think it maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm probably Miranda, here. maybe. Really? Nah. Uh. She's cynical. <laughs> Y'all are too positive. There's no way. Yeah. I think you're both a Charlotte. That's what I'd say. Probably. I should just own it. I should just own <laughs> I it. Just own it. Well, somehow, even with quarantine, uh, and I know that a lot of these were filmed pre, but still, uh, pretty impressive that you managed to have 10 projects, according to IMDb at least, 10 projects in 2020. Was it 10? I wow. think so, is what it said, yeah. Maybe, oh good. yeah, well, they were, they were uh, released in 2020, but there was, I shot two projects. Is it two? after quarantine two yes three uh -huh. if you can't commercial but yeah the other ones the other ones were shot before the lockdown before covid gate yeah <laughs> before <laughs> the pandemic yeah before the craziness so um yeah it was i'm i'm feel very lucky i'm really grateful mm -hmm. yeah yeah you've been able to do i mean quite a variety uh for the year i mean you've got the hallmark stuff plus then you have supergirl and uh um some other projects and so that must be a lot of fun oh it's so much fun i love being on set you know there's i mean uh different sets it, it varies there's there's some sets that are a little more serious and then where you kind of have to keep it keep yourself contained if you're as silly as i am and you don't know as many people but then there's other sets where i could just let loose and you know, if you, mm -hmm. you guys have followed my stories here and there and you see what happens, I'm usually just like annoying people with my social media, <laughs> <laughs> with my quiver lip, 
my quiver lip uh, boomerangs and getting everybody to play along. It's a good time. It really is a good time. Yeah. It looks like you like doing a lot of like kickboxing and stuff like that on your yeah. social. You know, it is so addicting. It really, really is. There's something about feeling strong in your body. Like I would never square up to a man, even a man as my size. Like that's just not most likely <laughs> I wouldn't be able to really hurt anybody or do real damage but the fact that I know if I had to punch someone in the face or kick them in the leg like I would be able to do it confidently mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh it really I, I definitely recommend martial arts like kickboxing Muay Thai to um all women just because you just get more of a sense of how strong you are and you, you feel stronger even just walking and um you feel more confident just knowing that you can do that like you can hit things and feel good and it's such an outlet for stress oh that's what also drove me a little nuts during quarantine was that the gyms were closed and obviously um most muay thai unless you have a bag or a kickboxing you're you, ha you have a partner but i had no outlet so i went a little nuts <laughs> yeah. yeah because i i do it uh, yeah. pretty often. i think yeah. we all got a bunch of cabin fever oh yeah no, I was just going to say, yeah, you just had like pent up, yeah, ener you know, energy and stuff like that that you're used to releasing and that can, especially if you have a specific outlet like that and you can't do it, then that's, yeah, that's going to be really hard. Oh, yeah. I did realize that I was like maybe a little too obsessed with it though, because when I stopped, I was like, what am I going to do? I don't have my Muay Thai partners I've got. And my friends who don't do it were like, you know, you could just run outside. You know, you could just work yeah. out at home like it's not it was a it was a bit of an eye-opener like maybe I should be this obsessed with something that I mean it, it's it is really addicting if you were to do a classic you would be like this is amazing but I don't have to focus on it <laughs> but um it's a good time it is really a good time but yeah I had a lot of pent-up energy because I couldn't expend it which. Well, the introverts, they don't understand us extroverts that need that social, we need that interaction. We mm -hmm. just, we stuck inside all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuck inside all the time. Um, what would we all do if there was no social media? Oh my gosh. Like, I made it my, my, well, not mission, but I was just like, you know, I'm going to post some fun stuff so that we could all kind of laugh at things here and there and it was a way to keep connected with a lot of people mm -hmm. on Instagram and well, I wasn't really on Facebook, but on Instagram anyway, Yeah, it was great. Yeah. If we didn't have that, I don't know what would have happened. I guess you, it would be hard because you wouldn't even know how people were doing. You'd just be like, unless you called them, I guess, or yeah. them, like you wouldn't have just this constant kind of thing where you could see them and see what's going on. Yeah. Definitely for some people who don't like phone calls, and don't like FaceTime to do it, which is great. I love phone calls and FaceTime. So I'm like, hey, 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 you have to talk to me. <laughs> My friend's like, oh, Donna's calling me again. I'm like, hey, hey, you have nowhere to go. I know. <laughs> I would call my mom and be like, mom, you literally can't be doing anything right now. So you have to pick up. Right? <laughs> like, oh. I know you are. <laughs> I know. And oh, remember when we did full face Fridays, you participated yeah. in that. So yeah, that's another thing we did. Um, 
fun. Me and my girlfriends and like me being, you know, an extrovert and I used to be on stage um, three times a week singing in a cover band. So I like get to do, do myself up three times a week and just like you like looking nice and feeling nice and we're all in our sweatpants and just ordering Uber Eats, never wearing makeup, just feeling like crap and not feeling feminine, forgetting what it was like to put makeup on and look good and look nice. So I was like, oh my God, I get to take the garbage out today. Maybe I should straighten my hair. <laughs> so instead, um, we did full face Fridays. And so as I started this thing where um, you would put makeup on and do yourself up just to feel good and like take a selfie and feel good about it. And then I was just reposting everyone and it was just a reason to feel normal. Yeah. Except for some, some girls, like if I'm putting makeup on myself, like I like taking pictures of myself to have for content or whatever, or make videos and do TikToks. But for some women, they're like putting on their makeup and feel really good and take their selfies. And they're like, now what? <laughs> and I just sit back down on the couch like, I look good and I can't go anywhere. Yeah. But I'm like, that's okay. I shared it. So there was like, a, you know, 800 people that saw how amazing you look. So it was worth it. <laughs> it was so worth it. Yeah. So well, it's just fun. worth it sometimes just for yourself. You know, it's, it's just for you. Oh, totally. Yeah. And that's the, you know, that's the reason why we started it. Just mm -hmm. like, why not? Why not do a full face Friday thing? It was like me and my friends. And then yeah. we all got on TikTok. Did you guys get on TikTok during quarantine? I have not gotten on TikTok. I, I've, I've watched a few of the videos, but I, I don't know if I really get it. it. What's the advantage of TikTok versus like doing a video on Instagram? So, um, kind of hard to explain because I didn't really get it either until I was on it. It's actually like a really wholesome, well, no, it depends on what kind of person you are, I guess, because it, it, the, the feed goes according to what you like. But my, my TikTok algorithm is very wholesome. There's lots of cats and funny videos and like videos about manifesting and having your dreams come true and whatnot. And they're just, they're just all short, quick, fun videos. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to explain. Like, unless you're on it and get on it and like start scrolling through, it's just, you don't really get it until you get in it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do That's a good time, though. Very entertaining. I don't. My husband became obsessed with it. So he's <laughs> there, but I do not do it. Did he try to make, did he, did he make videos? Did he try and make you make videos for them? No, he didn't make me. I, he used my voice a couple times. Like, I was the person talking to him, like, in two videos. Um, but I was never, like, in the shot of the video. Why not? But he, like, <laughs> outfits and does all this stuff. It's crazy. It's fun. Well, and, uh, the, oh, yeah, the other difference between, like, say, Instagram and TikTok is uh, TikTok doesn't like celebrities they like real people like the people who get uh, um verified and whatnot it's because of their content it's because they're just normal and they just i don't know they just them. appeal to more people so it's it's great it's relatable mm -hmm. yeah there i mean it depends on what your algorithm is too like i don't have i like my my feed 
my for you page. It's usually wholesome and funny. Mm. Lots of cats. <laughs> well, our co-host Amy, she she does TikTok, so I'll have to try it out. Uh, yeah. Well, before you come next time, well. Well, if you're bored, out. I mean, it was great during quarantine. It was a great way for people to like stay connected on yeah. a different, other than like pictures and stories or whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's like strictly for entertainment. It's it's great. Yeah. Cool. Good. Well, so you had before uh, the last time we talked to you was last December. And uh, yeah, if you can believe it, it feels like a million years ago. Wow. (laughs) But uh, you had uh, the uh, matching hearts. Yes. uh, That you had a role in. Um, And uh, yeah, what was that like to be in that film? Oh my gosh. That stuff was so much fun. It was so much fun. Taylor is an amazing number one. She's like, she's so chill, so cool, down for anything. Um, And we basically just, we just like ran around having a good time on that set. I would always, and and I love the styling on that. Um, My friend, Emily, uh, she's a amazing stylist. So I loved all the outfits and I would be just, rocking the outfits, taking boomerangs between takes and being Taylor would just be messing around. And Taylor loves it if you sing, if you can sing. And because I used to sing, she'd be like, Donna, can you sing something? <laughs> I would just be <laughs> randomly singing in the hallways and whatnot. Catering was really good. We're just eating all the time. Ryan Pavey was the number two on there. He was the leading man. Well, he was obviously nice to look at all the time. Like <laughs> him walking around, I'm like, this is fantastic. I just really like looking at this guy. And then him being so sweet and such a gentleman, he was he was awesome to work with too. I didn't have any did I have any scenes with him? Maybe one. But um, yeah, a couple scenes with him and he's he's fantastic. It was just it was super fun. Mm-hmm. I think he did some push-ups while I sat on him. <laughs> Just to show, Uh-oh. I don't know how that conversation came about, but he was like, I could do push-ups, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I bet you can't do them with weight on you. And that, so that's the kind of set it was. It was just sort of, ah, yeah. it was a really fun time. Could and you Taylor, relate to that one with the whole sort of modern dating and your, you know, older career professional uh, that, you know, how hard it is to meet people and all of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know... Maybe it's just Vancouver. I don't know. You could tell me if this relates in your city, but I know so many amazing, intelligent, beautiful boss queen ladies who just are single and having, no, I wouldn't say a hard time, but just there's a lot of riffraff to kind of go through (laughs) for these women. Let me just say that. Yeah. You know, so I could definitely relate. I know many women who can relate. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't, I think there's matchmaking companies here. I don't know anyone who's done them, but that would be a hard job. Like, I can't even match my awesome girlfriends to anyone. Like, do you know anyone? I'm like, that's worthy? No. (laughs) Sorry. It's a battle. It's, it's a battle. battle. It's uh, a battle. Like really. They're like, does, do you know like do you have any cute friends? And like they're cute. That's about it. <laughs> there's 
and I would want you to date. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you feel like looking at them? I could set you up, but <laughs> don't expect much more than that. <laughs> hey, I take it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, you've, you then you had two movies in since quarantine for Hallmark mm-hmm. with Nature of Love and Love in the Forecast. Obviously, those were filmed previous. Yeah. Um, but uh, both had Christopher Russell. Yay! In them. And uh, so what were they like to do? Oh, to, what were they like to... To, to make. What oh, were they, they like to make? So me and Chris Russell, Ed knows this, me and Chris Russell are in... How many movies are we in now? Is it like four? Four, I think. <laughs> four or five. So we're like buddies. It, there's an ongoing joke where I get on set and he's like, again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can you just write me in your contract? Like, I have to be in the movie if you're in it. <laughs> but I think it's five now. Five? If you count this one that's coming up. Wind song. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I know there's but, like time uh, or two lifetime. Sorry, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I think it's like still in the works, Wind Song. I just, I mean, like, I know you did, you did one movie with Christopher for a lifetime. Oh yeah, Love Unleashed. Yeah. Oh, Forever I Christmas. Know. I think you guys know more than I do. <laughs> oh, I'm just looking at the IMDb. <laughs> like, oh, no. That Forever Christmas is, uh, well, wait, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. that was a different, different network, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a different network. But he's a, he's a blast. We have so much fun together. And he is such a good actor. He's awesome. Also, like, you know, it's, it's nice to have good-looking men walking around. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, look at look how handsome you are. That's great. <laughs> yeah, the Forever Christmas, they're actually premiering it on uh, – on lifetime this season as a like new to lifetime movie wow. uh, even though it was really from 2018 uh on um passion flicks um so That's passion flicks okay well get ready for that one you guys it doesn't <laughs> doesn't look like a hallmark let's just say no. that <laughs> i don't know if they're gonna edit it at all uh because it is a little bit steamy uh so that will be fun <laughs> yes <laughs> Something different. That would be interesting. I have to watch it just to know what you mean. Just careful of that. You gotta watch that with kids or whatever. Whatever, thinking like, wow, let's sit down for a nice Christmas movie and turn that on. You might like. You might wanna. <laughs> I mean, it's not it. that bad, but yeah, it's definitely no. passion flicks. It's different. Yeah. It ain't yeah. no Hallmark, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing so just keep that in mind if you're gonna yeah. be if you're if you charlotte's are gonna want to watch <laughs> that one <laughs> yeah just saying i think it's a i think that's the best kind of roles though for christopher russell that playing kind of i don't know just sort of like a confident uh when he tries to play the more like shy guy i don't think it works as well as as like this kind of role uh, so i thought it was a really good role for him yeah and, you, I, and yeah. you like him in like the cowboy roles and stuff yeah. i think he yeah i really liked yeah. him in the uh what was that nature of love role i thought uh-huh. that really suits him the the cowboy yeah. one he does a good job in anything have you seen his imdb he's done some he's done some cool stuff 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came on. A, we got to interview him. So he was super nice. Uh, but yeah, the um, the love and the forecast. I thought it was kind of fun because you got to pretend to to cook your character cooked in in it. And so I thought this is true more the most true to her actual uh, personality. But I thought it was kind of funny that he was just like so oblivious to all these women like cooking full meals for him. I'm like that's not a normal behavior. Mr. <laughs> single dude. Yeah, you know, um did I cook in that? I don't even remember. Yeah, you made him like vegetable pot pie. Yeah, you had in the kitchen, and then she comes in, and she's like, basically like, what are you doing here? Oh, no, wait, this is, oh, this is Love in the Forecast. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, did I say that wrong? Yeah, Love in the Forecast. That, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just like, what is this guy used to, like, women cooking him, like, whole meals just for fun? I mean, He's just on. oblivious. Yeah. He's just like, I'm this good-looking, and this happens to me all the time. <laughs> He's just, like, moves into suburbia, and all these women are like, hi, welcome, here's some pie. <laughs> You, you know what? That could happen in I mean, small town, wherever that was, uh, that was located. Big honky man moves in and yeah. all of a sudden everybody wants to feed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the women are doing their best baked goods. Yeah. <laughs> I well, mean, let me probably... tell you, I mean, I don't cook, so if that was that's far from my care i wouldn't come with like it's like eat this crappy food that i made you <laughs> i definitely wouldn't win his heart that way um but uh yeah and like how that character like just didn't get the hint she just kept showing up <laughs> she's determined she's determined yeah you know she was determined hey no. he kept on eating the food so he <laughs> could have been messages. like could have been like you know maybe i should not accept all this cooking and effort from this woman he kept on so like why not yeah well and i think his friend was kind of like "Ooh, look at his this look at her cook yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his friend set it up how bold though is that friend to be like take the keys here just right come on in that was a cute movie but you know what was cool about that movie though um that director christy will wolf who wrote it too she um cast me as like the attractive other woman which doesn't happen well what it's starting to happen but it didn't really happen too often like me and Anne were talking about representation we've talked about this back and forth but this is the second role that she's cast me in or first role second or first that she's first mm-hmm. this is the first role she cast me in as a no second role that she cast me in as a basically unattractive woman of color does that make mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. you know usually i'm like the best the best friend mm-hmm. um but this was like oh i'm actually competing with the lead girl you know so it was mm-hmm. It was really cool to play that for once instead of the like quirky girl. Yeah, instead of just yeah. side. That it was really grateful. Things I kind of wanted to ask you was, you know, what what does that mean to you to be on screen and be someone that you know a man you know is attracted to and that is in this in this specific role you know um, you know that is attracted to and not not just like you said like a side character like kind of what does that representation mean to you and just who you are 
Well, basically, I think we touched on this in our, in our other interview a, a little bit, and uh, a lot has changed since then yeah. with these networks. I know. Which is fantastic. Um, yeah. I was so grateful, like, when Christy was telling me about it, this, this has been a struggle for, for me and for, for other actresses and actors of, like, uh, Filipino descent or whatever, just colored, colored actors, where, um, especially in these types of movies, the history of our casting has been usually the best friend. It's never, a, like, a love interest or whatnot. And, um... It was a huge, huge step for my fight for representation to get Filipinos on screen to be leads or close to leads or just to be seen like a lead person. You know, it hasn't happened often. I don't think really ever for my culture. <laughs> so this was a huge, huge deal. It was a really big step. Um, basically... <laughs> Our talk before was about how I feel like, of course, I love acting and need to be doing it because I love it and it's a passion of mine, but also just growing up and not seeing myself on screen as the lead character. Like, I think Tia Carrere was the first time in Wayne's World where I was saw it and was like, oh, oh, we can be that cool. Well, we can be desired, like, just like the blonde, blue-eyed girls or the, the Caucasian girls, like all the girls on Saved by the Bell that I would see, the Kelly Kapowskis and whatnot. It's, there was never a Donna Benedicto-looking girl. <laughs> there was never a, you know, there was never a Lucy Liu-looking girl. There was not, there's not very many represented are Asians represented in these movies that way, you know? Um, so this was a huge, huge, huge step for That's great. Uh, yeah, we're so excited to see it and to see the more representation because it just makes everything better. It makes it richer. You're telling more stories. It's just better. And it's relatable to so many more people. It opens, like, the, the regular formula is fantastic. That How it's been, obviously, it's been successful for a reason. People love watching these movies, but there's something about not seeing yourself on TV that people who see themselves on TV all the time don't really understand. Yeah. It really is that important, especially for young people. Like, growing up, I never thought I could do anything besides what my parents and my family and people around me that were close to me did. Like, love stories didn't exist for us. Um, being an actor didn't exist for us, for one. But not just that, it's, it's like, there's no scientists, there's no Filipino scientists on TV, there's no astronauts that are Filipino on TV, there's no, there's no dancers, there's no, there's no nothing, really, when I was growing up. So those things just didn't seem attainable. And that's why representation is so important is because when little kids can see themselves doing these things, then they think they can do it too. You know, that's like the most important thing about representation. 
And something that Antonio said when he talked to Rachel um, about representation was he said, you know, it helps. Um, sometimes a lot of people who watch these kind of movies um, are from small towns and have kind of small-minded mentalities. And so to see people of color in, you know, bigger roles doing different things, it helps them open their mind to those kinds of people, mm -hmm. even small way, which is also very important um, yeah. to see people of color in big roles doing, you know, important things because these are real people and they're, you know, real in, you know, your life. And, um, you know, some people though who watch these kind of movies, they might not have any friends of color. The most people they see on color is on TV. And so that yeah. can help that too as well. So it's good. Well, it's true. I mean, I was thinking about that with, uh, with something like Moonlight, uh, the movie Moonlight, where I'm not going to ever probably meet somebody quite like Sharon uh, in that movie uh, in my day-to-day uh, -day life here in Utah. Uh, but I can watch that movie and I can experience what it's like for, for a black gay kid in Florida to grow up and his experience. And uh, either, and I would have no other way of kind of having that same experience, maybe reading a novel, but that would be the only other way. And then, so it's, it's really valuable to get to walk in somebody else's shoes and, and uh, experience their, try, at least try to experience their, their, their experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important for so, so many reasons. And then when you think about how important it is, and then you think about why it hasn't really been done yet, it's just sort of like, yeah. Are we still doing this? Are we still doing this? You know? Yeah. Um, but a lot has changed. A lot is changing. Um, many, many doors are opening. And people are seeing that how, not just wrong it is, but how like unnecessary it has been to just have those doors closed for so long. You know? It's like, this is what people want to see why not just give it to them? Like, what's the problem? <laughs> so it's happening. Yeah, yeah. that's great. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Mod Cloth. And at Mod Cloth, we make getting dressed fun. Back to being independently owned, we're all about perfect fits for everybody. Unique mood boosting prints, vintage inspired, versatile styles that make you look good, but more importantly, feel good. Find your joy at Mod Cloth. And one of the things that impressed me the most about Mod Cloth is they really do have something for everyone. They have every size you could imagine, uh, and they have every style. Uh, everybody's going to be able to find a print that they like and a style that they like. And it's cool because you can have a unique look. And there's so many different times when you want to stand out, but you don't want it to be bizarre or strange. And this is a, I think Mod Cloth is a great way to do so, to have a fun, uh, sometimes festive inspired print. Right now they have the, the Halloween inspired prints. Uh, they have all different styles and you can have your own unique look without looking ridiculous. And in fact, you are going to be uh, a standout wherever you go in the mod cloth designs and looks. I was definitely looking at getting a new winter coat because they had some really, really cute styles. And so definitely you want to check it out. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy uh, getting your own unique look uh, from mod cloth. So to get 
20% off your purchase of $75 or more, including sale items, go to modcloth.com, that's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com, and enter code Hallmarkies at checkout. This promo code cannot be combined with other offers. That's once again, go to modcloth.com, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com, enter code Hallmarkies. Um, so you filmed a, a kite festival of love this summer. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's going to, do you have any idea? Do you think that'll probably come out in the spring or something like that? Or I really don't know that backend stuff. I'm usually kind of, I kind of stay out of, Yeah. but, um, I just did ADR for it. It looks really, really cute. Jessica Lowndes is in it and she's fantastic. We became besties after that movie. It was just instant. Yeah. Yeah. It was just instant. Yeah. Yeah. And she like, uh, where she moved to Vancouver and now we're just, well, she's in, she's shooting in Toronto right now, but we were inseparable for the whole summer. It was so much fun. So oh, much man. fun. I need to get her, get her to come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, I'm like, maybe we should just do it together, but then yeah. no one would even listen because we'd just be blabbing and <laughs> making no sense probably <laughs> but she's a sweetheart that's great that's yeah really good uh so you have um jingle bell bride mm-hmm. coming up uh for the holidays and why don't you tell us a little bit about that film so talking about representation uh that movie is another huge step for um, my little fight for it because they cast me as a pop star, a Filipino pop star in America. Like that doesn't even exist actually in America. So like they not only like took a step, but they took like huge leap. They're like, hey, let's just make this Filipino girl a star in the movie where uh, their lead has to, the lead girl, Julie, oh, her real name's Julie, but has to cater around me and my demands, my character's demands. And I'm like, this Filipino pop star. It's just crazy. And um, when the producers called me to tell me, they're like, we really want you for this. I'm like, I started crying like, this doesn't even exist in the real world. (laughs) Are you sure? Like, they're like, yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So that's another huge step because the whole representation thing, there's going to be little girls. Like, and I keep referring to little girls because this is how I felt growing up. I remember always thinking like, and I remember I've asked my mom before, it's like, how come, how come my eyes are brown? How come I can't have blue eyes like her on whoever's on TV, you know? And it would just upset me because all that never existed for us because we never saw it, you know? So this character, even though um, I'm not on screen for so much of it, but there'll be little Filipino girls being like, there's Filipino pop stars in America? There isn't, not yet, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, eventually. And they'll watch the movie like, I could do that. I could be a pop star. I could be a singer and aspire to do that or not even just that it's just like I could be an actress that could do that you know it's it's um just it's a great role to push for exactly what I'm pushing for 
which is like, it doesn't even exist in the real world. And Hallmark's like, well, it does in our world. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like the Ariana Grande of, of Hallmark before yes. you know it. Basically, I was, I asked, I'm like, do we get to do the ponytail? They're like, no, no. <laughs> like, they're really long ponytail. They come out, there was like some sequence in the fitting, but it didn't get approved. The ponytail was not approved, but oh, I was no. hoping for one. I was hoping for one, but it's a really, really cute movie. It's really, really cute. And, oh, and I get married in it. Ooh. Yeah. My yeah. parents. Is that the so first happy. time you've yeah, been a bride? They're, they're so happy that I, they got to see a see wedding it. of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. That was a marriage night. Yeah. But yeah. there was, um, I like there was, I was talking with um, wardrobe and they're like, you know, they're still looking to cast your parents. Would your parents actually want to do it? And I mean, it, it didn't happen. COVID and all that stuff is just too risky and whatnot. But uh, I thought that my parents would be so stoked to be there. Obviously, my mom would probably cry. They'd be like, your mom's such a good actor. I'm like, that's <laughs> not acting. <laughs> like, Donna's getting married. Ah. Like, it's fake mom. And my husband in that is so handsome. They oh. would just, yeah, I'm sure Thomas, Daria, he's a sweetheart. But um, yeah, they would be just really happy. I'm glad they didn't come on set, though, because they would probably beg him to marry me for real. <laughs> Please You're marry like, my daughter. <laughs> like, no, mom. <laughs> I'm good, mom. You're like, can you go on marriage at first sight or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Married. Oh, totally. And then also, I just don't think they could, like, naturally, naturally, just all they would have to do is really walk. But I just don't think, when people are who aren't actors are used to it, aren't used to it, as soon as the camera's on and there's lots of people watching and you have to do something that's completely normal, a lot of the time it's just you can't do it normally because of the pressure. So I was like, no, let's take my parents out of it. I just freak out. Like even, even like in front of everybody at my wedding when I had to kiss my husband, he was like, "What was that?" I was like, "Everyone's staring at me. I'm trying to like, you know." What did you do? Did you just not kiss me? Like, I no, kissed him, but it was just like I'm a very good. like light kiss because I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I'm on camera, oh my gosh, yeah, I just it's like I just feel like I'm outside of my skin, like you know, because it's not natural to me. So yeah, mm -hmm. that, that's a real skill to be able to <laughs> do what you guys do. Yeah, it takes getting used to. That's for sure. But um. Yeah, I had so much fun on that set. It was great. And, and I might sing a little on that movie. Ooh. Ooh, just a little. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. That dress was beautiful. I don't, I like took like, I took a ton of pictures in that dress and little videos. Just being like, um, <laughs> this is the only time I'm wearing a wedding dress for my mom. Oh, <laughs> did you see Sorry? Did you send them to her? I did. I did. They were very excited. And also they used, there is a picture that I refer to um, of my grandma and it's an old picture of my mom. I sent that to her and she was really excited. <laughs> it's like, I'm in a movie. Like, yeah, you're in a movie briefly, but you're still in it. So she what was, was 
flight because that one was I mean you shot the kite one but then also yeah. this one during COVID what was that experience like well it was very different um than usual basically how things are normally shot all the departments can work on their stuff together while everything's happening you know like oh we got to set up the shot so lighting's in set decks in um all setting up doing their own thing and because they don't want too many people in at the same time they had to kind of regulate that also um wardrobe like usually comes in to fix things for you or whatnot you got to just make sure you're good on your own um okay. hair and makeup are all wearing masks like everybody's wearing masks masks and actors are wearing masks usually until we go to shoot so makeup had a hard time with that because <laughs> you put on your mask and ruin your makeup or whatnot oh yeah uh, you, you know what uh was great though for me i know that Anne watches my stories and knows how much Crafty is like a big issue for me because I just don't stop eating, especially if I don't have too much to do that day. I will just eat crafty. And um, because crafty normally is just spread out. It's a, it's a big smorgasbord of snacks. There's donuts and crackers and pudding and whatever else just laid out for you to just go for yeah and um this time around for covid because you can't be sticking your hands into like bowls of chips anymore or donuts they can't just leave them out in case people touch them and so you have to order your crafty which was great for me because i will eat donuts and chips and whatever else if it's laid out on the table for me but if i'm standing there looking at a menu i'm not gonna order donuts so I was like, I guess I'll have the veggies and dip. <laughs> I guess I'll have a salad, you know, which worked out in the end because what usually happens normally on set, if before COVID rules, I would just eat until I felt sick. And then they're like, Donna, your scene's up. And I just like, oh, full and gross. <laughs> so I felt really good on these last couple sets because I didn't do that. Because you great. had... Yeah, you had hot hot dishes and and craft services, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, remember our whole conversation <laughs> yeah. about there's the craft service snacks and then there's the the catering who does the hot snacks and like the breakfast and the dinner and whatnot. When the hot food came out, I mean, I went all out. They're giving you the portions, but the crafty snacks, I held back, which was great. Mm -hmm. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess out having of sight, out of sight, out of mind, right? Yeah, having all that food available is a blessing and a curse. It really is. Like you just don't feel good after eating donuts and chocolate bars and whatever. And if it's yeah. readily available for you to like munch on, why would you say no? <laughs> and then also, if it's a new set and it's crafty, I've never worked for, but worked with before. I'll usually just go sneak in there and see what they got because they everyone has different stuff, and um, yeah. So this was great. We could I couldn't see anything they had. They just had the menu, usually behind glass. So. So are you going to be doing the last season of Supergirl, or is your um, is your character finished there? 
So my character was part of the DEO, uh, which is basically like alien FBI. Mm-hmm. And the DEO center was blown up. Oh. So I could have died or escaped or something. So they could bring me back, but most likely our whole department exploded. So <laughs> you're probably maybe dead. <laughs> I might be dead. Um, that's but that's the thing with CW shows, you never know. Oh, you right. never know. Yeah. Yeah. They could come back, come back just randomly, like, I I wasn't in the explosion. I was on vacation. What do you need from me? <laughs> yeah, you never know. Because I think you said that they had the especially good hot dishes at oh, Supergirl. Yeah. Well, they're, <laughs> yeah. Their catering is like, oh, it's so good. No, no, okay. The, wait, not the, be- okay, the best catering I've ever seen was Supergirl. No, not Supergirl, um, Supernatural. Oh, Holy. Okay. Like, me and the director had a whole conversation <laughs> about how good the catering was. It was like, wow, this is amazing. I just want and um, but the second one that I, like, the, latest one I experienced that was just amazing was the good doctor. Holy. This you was, you're like there for three days and you're just like throwing down. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. I was like, oh, good to eat again. It was so good. So good. They had a, like a whole dessert table, like a completely like big dessert table. They had a salad table. And they had a hot food table. They had like a smoothie bar. They were just, they had everything. Oh, good that, doctor catering was mm, so smoothie, good. Smoothie bar, that would get me. I really? Love, oh, I Adam, love I just said there was a dessert table. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, a smoothie bar. I love, I mean, I, 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 I love like Jamba Juices so much. Caribbean Passion mm-hmm. is my special favorite. I nice. love it. And you know, the thing about working on, um, a set enough, like Supergirl, I would come back here and there. The catering knew me. I was like, hi, Max. Like, Dom is here. And they know how much I like food and they would just pile it on. And then every time I walked by, they'd be like, hey, you want to try our sandwich that's coming out? I'm like, oh, I'll just wait. They're like, wait, wait, wait. I got it for you. Oh, it's so good, but like also terrible because I would just get all the snacks and so I think, I think we know the secret why Supernatural lasted like 13 seasons or whatever. <laughs> now we know. So <laughs> the real reason. <laughs> oh, so good. Everyone was highly motivated to keep coming back to set. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Good. When you feed your crew well, everyone's happy to work, right? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Uh, but you would say, would you say that overall you felt safe, uh, through, with all the COVID restrictions and you felt like you were taken care of? Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Like there's, um, everyone is very, very careful and they have people walking around regulating that too and sanitizing things. Mm -hmm. And you know, everybody there is being responsible. We're all sanitizing our hands. Everyone's wearing masks. So it, I felt more safe on set than I do in public, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's great. Did you have to get tested every day? 
when we were doing the first, like, cause um, the first production I was on was like one of the first ones. So they weren't doing testing yet there on those sets. They were just doing temperature checks and um, uh, basically checklists to see how you're feeling and whatnot. And if you even had a headache or anything like that, they would send people home, but nobody did. So I think on, I think now that the numbers are up, people are getting tested on productions from what I hear mm. pretty often. So but you haven't had to do the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Q-tip up your nose test. The Q-tip up your nose. Oh man, that mm. looks pretty horrible. I call it the touch your eyeball test. <laughs> when they do it, it looks like they're trying to touch your eyeball. I'm like, how can it go that high? <laughs> Oh, God. I, I've done it three times because they thought earlier in the quarantine that I had the virus, but I didn't. And uh, yeah, it's an experience. It definitely clears out your sinuses. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad that you all are safe. That's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. uh, well, um, and hopefully it stays that way. So then we could keep shooting in Vancouver. I know. I mean, it's amazing what they've been able to do that. I mean, every, everywhere else, all you hear is delays, 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 delays. And Hallmark, we're, they're, they're just like 40 movies. I know. <laughs> Hallmark incredible. is a machine, you know, they want to get their content to, to you Hallmarkies. They're going to find a way. Yeah. Find a way. I'm the only one in, in media that's like as busy as ever, if not more so. Uh, like uh, my other friends are kind of having to look, uh, be creative, find out, you know, what to cover. And I'm like, I've got no problem there. <laughs> like, I got lots to cover. Yeah. All right. Well, so last time we did the, uh, the holiday, uh, questions, fun questions yeah. for you. So this time we're going to do just our regular questions for you. Okay. So fun questions to end the interview. All yeah. right. First question. Uh, what is the best ice cream flavor? Oh, no. They're so different, but I love them both so much. Mint or coffee? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mint. 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 Mint chocolate, for sure. Okay. Good. Uh, what is your favorite color? My favorite color is red. Oh, good. That's very yeah. on brand. Yeah. Very festive. Um, and what uh, music are you into? I'm into all kinds of music, but I think like what I listen to most is easily easy listening R and B. Usually, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Do you have a favorite artist? You... Oh, so many, <laughs> so many. I think um, because of my like singing background, obviously there's the classics like Whitney, Whitney Houston, oh, yeah. and Mariah, yeah. and there's Alicia Keys. There's just there's so many. Did so you many. watch a uh, uh, Black is King on Disney Plus? Did you get to see that with Beyonce? No. Oh, you really should watch it. It's really cool. Uh, and obviously it's... Beyonce. How did I forget about Beyonce? <laughs> it's a it's a um uh how do you describe it it's a um 
it's kind of like a music video, but it's feature length of her album. It's like a video presentation of her album. I am so excited to and watch this now. Yeah. <laughs> it's done to the theme of Lion King. And it's sort of like a modern, it was, not, it was honestly way more interesting than the actual 2019 Lion King, which she was in. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, it like doesn't have a plot or anything. It's just about the music and the imagery and, yeah, you should check it out. It's really good. It's on Disney Plus. What was the I can't remember what year it was, but her Drunken Love sort of video album. I remember mm-hmm. watching that with my friend and we were just blown away. Like Beyonce is queen. I'm so excited <laughs> to see this. Yeah, you gotta check it out and let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, out of all of your Uber Eats, what is your go to your top level go to go to food oh no all these food questions just stump me because i eat everything um because this is normally go-to date night food but date nights aren't happening right now so yeah uber night (laughs) i think i usually like some sort of noodle whether it's either like pad thai or ramen like, I'm all about the noodles. All about the noodles. I love ramen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ramen. Yeah. It's some sort of noodle. Probably ramen. That's like a good comfort, comfort noodle. <laughs> 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 if I'm feeling down, I just need to have my comfort noodles. <laughs> my oh, ramen. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. All right. Well, which do you prefer, dogs or cats? Oh, I love them both so much. But cats. Cats because they're so weird. (laughs) And they're like unapologetically themselves, you know? Yeah. You can't tell me what to do. I'm just going to do what I want. And um, they have little spazzes and attitude. I like that. They just, they care, but they don't want you to think they care. (laughs) They're just very interesting. I do love dogs, though, so much. I love dogs, too. All right. Which do you prefer, beaches or mountains? Beaches, because you can relax. Yeah. Beaches, for sure. But mountains are so beautiful, but then you have to climb them. (laughs) (laughs) That's my philosophy. I think beaches just for the relaxing. I do love mountains, too, but beaches. All right. Would you rather go out in a fancy dress or or be in sweats? <laughs> I like I like looking good and feeling good, so I'd say a dress. Yeah, uh, I feel like COVID has changed the that question, don't you think, Anne? Yeah. <laughs> what would you two prefer? <laughs> I mean, if I had the chance to like go get dressed and go out to like the theater or to the concert or something like that or to the opera, I would just die to do something like that now now because we've yeah. all been in sweatpants for forever but i've always i always i always like looking nice i've always yeah. loved that yeah i really miss dressing up so i would love mm-hmm. the opportunity to do that and be able to you know go out somewhere and, and look mm-hmm. nice. are you guys locked down locked down over there um, no, but, uh, and actually things are pretty open here in Utah, but I just have to be pretty careful because I had, um, a, a problem with my heart and my blood pressure. Uh, and that's why they, they thought I might have the COVID cause I was having shortness of breath. Mm. And so 
I, I have been to the movies a few times, um, but I've been very secluded and isolated. Uh, you know, I have like whole rows to myself. Um, but uh, I've, I've tried to be pretty careful about going out because I don't gotcha. want to, I don't want to get sick. Of course. And Anne, are you locked down? I mean, no, it's, it, things are opening up here more, um, but like, you know, I don't, there's not like a specific event, I guess you would say, that I can dress up for, but I mean, mm. I guess I need to hurry up because it's about to be, you can't eat outside because it's getting too cold, but I could yeah. make a reservation and like sit outside and I would feel yeah. but um, it's bad. Now, now it's getting cooler, um, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, I'm like, mm, it's, like, it's just a safety thing, like how I want to feel safe. It depends mm-hmm. on how big the patio is and like how you know spaced it is. Um, but yeah, I miss going to like events like concerts or yeah, you know, just special uh, things like that. Um, or like a date night when you just feel comfortable, like being in downtown Nashville. There's a lot of people and they have, like, a lot of nice restaurants, and that's where we usually go if we could. But now we can't really do that. So Aww. like my, my doctor said that it's not like I'm more likely to get the COVID than any other person. My immune system is fine. It's just like, if I did get it, then it would be bad. It would, yeah. it would be very bad. Right, right, right. So that's, um, that's reason to be careful. But I feel you guys, see, I mean, I've always loved dressing up in general. Like if there's a dinner or whatever, if I'm in the mood, I just go way too extra like i'll come in with my faux fur and my girlfriend's like are you shooting a music video like what is this this dinner like whatever i love wearing this stuff so i mean if there's an opportunity to especially now i will dress up for sure yeah i mean at this point i would just like to be able to get back to church i haven't been able to be at church uh since march um so i would i would like to they they have it going but I, uh, I'm just nervous, uh, especially with people singing, uh, mm. but, um, but I really want, I, I want to get back to church. <laughs> you really are Charlotte. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I want to go out and look extra. And you're like, I just want to go to church. I really I do. Like, I haven't sweet. been, I, I, I've never had any time in my life where I haven't been to church and from March all the way until until wow. October. You watch it online? They do have uh, some streaming uh, and that's an option, but I just want to go to church. Right. <laughs> I just, yeah, I've sometimes. been online too, so it's, yeah. I prefer yeah. to be there in person. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so what is your favorite holiday to celebrate? Halloween. Oh. <laughs> Halloween is my favorite just because uh um, I really like dressing up. It's, uh, I actually have, when I was a kid, my parents couldn't really afford cool costumes. So I would dress in like really terrible costumes. Like, do you remember the costumes where the costumes where it was just basically a plastic garbage bag, but it had a character on it and you just put that over <laughs> and then there'd be a plastic mask. Mm-hmm. Those are the costumes I got. So as I got older and I was got my own jobs and started working um, and could buy whatever I wanted to wear, then I started like really getting into it. It was so much fun. And that's around when my birthday is. My birthday is October 26th. So I would have like costume parties. And then also late, like, well, not lately, but the last, over the last few years, like 
when I was younger, I'd want to be like a pretty, like look really pretty as a bee or <laughs> like a pirate, like a really pretty pirate. And then um, when I started singing at the Roxy, which is this big nightclub in Vancouver, um, there was there was a, a Halloween party that I had to sing at and the guys were being like dead people or whatever. And they're like, what's Donna gonna wear? And it's like, you know what? I'm just gonna be a hot dog. They're like, no, you can't be a hot dog. It's gonna ruin the theme. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna be a hot dog. They're like, yeah, yeah, right. She's not gonna be a hot dog. And so I showed up as a hot dog and I had the most fun on stage ever. I had so much fun. I was hopping around. I was like dancing and like, and, and I was having so much fun that the crowd was chanting hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, in between songs. I even had some girls just look at me like, I've never been more attracted to you right now. This is just like, <laughs> you are so awesome in this. And so ever since then, I kind of just like like being either food or just something ridiculous. Like uh, I was a banana this one year and that was also so much fun. Um, so um, this is also why I like Halloween. But, have, you yeah. ever, have you ever heard of the Letters from a Nut books? You ever heard of those books? No. They are, they're kind of old, but they're pretty hilarious. And they're, everybody, they're supposedly by this Ted L. Nancy, but everybody pretty much knows that it's actually Jerry Seinfeld because he does all the intros and nobody's ever heard of this guy anywhere. Okay. Anyway, and he writes all of these letters to these companies <laughs> with the most bizarre requests that you could ever imagine. And he has like a whole section of uh, of dressing up as different uh, different weird things and these requests and uh, it, it, it's so funny like he he has like one where he wants to dress up as a he's in a a lot of it starts out that he's part of a a a, a dinner theater group or whatever okay. and he's like he's a giant stick of dress up as a giant stick of butter on the greyhound or whatever and he's writing them this letter that is so fun it's hilarious and then he has this whole one with he, he's writing because he looks exactly like uh abraham lincoln <laughs> to the he writes to this casino about how he looks so much like abraham lincoln and uh will they be able to accommodate him and and they they actually responded back and so there's like this back and forth like three or four letters and it's hilarious <laughs> he's like i don't think that you understand how much okay. i look like president lincoln <laughs> that sounds fun it's oh, man, really funny it. yeah i'm trying to convince jessica Lowndes to like for us to get those blow up sumo suits from Amazon and uh -huh. be like sumo wrestlers. I don't know if she'll be down for it, but <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be funny. How <laughs> funny would that be? I'm like, no. you look beautiful and sexy all the time. Why don't we just do something ridiculous? Hey, like, you keep me. your distance with that costume. That's exactly. You'd have right? your own bubble. <laughs> yeah actually your own bubble i don't think yeah. it'd be over our head but it would still be hilarious it's so funny uh, so last question what is your favorite hallmark movie and you can pick one of your own my absolute favorite i think it's the one with ashley green oh yeah christmas, christmas on, on my mind or something called again christmas on my mind yeah 
that was I think that was my absolute favorite to watch. It was it was like they're all so cute, but I think the way that one was done was it was like a different concept her having amnesia. That was adorable and not remembering things and having to remember it. That was like different, you know, and uh, yeah, I really liked that one. That one was so fun. And honestly, too, like the the whole cast in that was, well, the cast in all of them are, are great, but this one was really cute with Zach and Preston being brothers and and Clayton being the other dude. There were some super fun scenes in there. I really like that one. I think that one's my favorite. And it's a Christmas one. Cool. Very yeah. good. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us again. This was so much fun. We can just, we could go on forever. I, I know. Like. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> this is an interview. Right. <laughs> right. People are going to uh, see this. <laughs> uh, so where can people follow you on your social media and all that fun stuff? Oh, yes. Right, um, Donna be for real. Oh, and I have to mention, me and me and Anne discussed this. I just booked a leave. Oh yeah, we were talking about it's that. So representation, you guys. Yes, I can't. Exactly. Yeah, representation. I can't tell you anything about it yet, but when I can, I'll reach out and we'll oh. discuss all of it. It'll be a good time. Congratulations. We're so happy for you. Oh, thank you. I know Anne sent me the group chat. She's like, look, we're <laughs> celebrating you. <laughs> Yay. Oh, so yes. great. It's yes. So, so great. Um, but yeah, I'll be back to talk too. about that. Whether you like me or not. Number one. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. We'll see how the catering is on this. <laughs> I'll, I'll like tag you in a couple of things and be like, Anne, check this out. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, you should take your picture of like the call sheet and be like, what's well, one number one? Yeah, maybe if, I, if I'm allowed to, I will for sure. Okay, good. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, so so how do people follow you on social media? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, it's Donna <laughs> underscore B, the number four, and then real, R-E-A-L. I'm pretty sure that's it. How do I not know this? How do I not know this? Like, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, usually people don't know, so. Donna we'll have it in the description. <laughs> Donna underscore B, number four, and then real, as in R-E-A-L. And Twitter, what is my Twitter? Realist underscore Donna B. I'm pretty sure that's it. Is it? <laughs> that sounds right. I'm, not I'm a professional, okay? <laughs> I swear, I'm a professional Realist, Realist uh, underscore Donna B. That's what it is. <laughs> That's it. I was just testing you guys. <laughs> Good job. Uh, all right, and how can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at awscott21. Great, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really need that, especially during this holiday season. We need all those those five stars and those reviews to help people find the podcast. And then we also, if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We really appreciate that as well. We have our patron group and merch store, which is 
so much fun and check all of that out. All that'll be in the description. So thanks so much, Donna. You're the best. And uh, we'll, and See, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas in October. Prepared. You're prepared. Oh yeah. Christmas in October. Merry <laughs> okay. Christmas in October, you guys. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. See ya.